0: Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannon and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Wow. I'm legit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look at that tone. Tone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So we are back. And before we get started today, I will do our fancy disclaimer this is not a therapy session, and I am not your therapist. And if anything that we talk about, which might today, given our topic, ever triggers anything or brings up issues for you, we strongly recommend that you seek help and get counseling on your own. There are many resources available in all areas. In fact, we will share a resource with you now. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, If anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And
0: as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right. So there seems to be somebody else in the room. Yep. What are in- we doing? Incoming. <laughs>
1: no, no. <laughs> well, we mentioned um, last episode that we were hoping to have a a guest today to talk about um, EMDR. Mm -hmm. And we were able to snag her Mm -hmm. hostage. That's right.
2: You did. You did kind of take me hostage. I did. (laughs) You were very uh, assertive. Yes, I was.
1: (laughs) But it worked. It did. Yeah. And here here you are. So anyway, what we're going to do is introduce our guest. Um, Her name is Dana Russell. She's a LCSW, and I've worked with Dana for many years. Um, We started working together doing equine assisted psychotherapy. We keep having an argument about this, but it's probably been 15 years.
2: Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Yeah. A Mm -hmm. long time ago. Not as,
1: not as old as dirt, but (laughs) she's not as old as dirt.
2: You are as old as dirt. Thank you, Bee. You're welcome. So anyway, um, Dana, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, so like Jeanette said, Dana Russell, um, I've been doing therapy since 2007 and um i i i don't really know what else, what more do you want me to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> i didn't Maybe really think this it. through yeah. i should have right <laughs> yeah. yeah so um been doing emdr since um about 2015 okay and um so that's what i'm here to talk about today uh, i enjoy riding horses got some kids have my yeah. own private practice yeah uh, there you go. Good enough. Good that enough. sums it up. All That's... right. sums it right okay. up. So
1: we're going to kind of focus on this um, technique of therapy that deals with trauma. And Dan going to explain more about it because it's not just about trauma. It can work in other areas, as she was explaining to us earlier. So EMDR stands for eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. So what it is, is it's a highly effective psychotherapy method proven to help people recover from trauma and other distressing life experiences. This can include post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, panic disorders, and it kind of works on the brain. So I'm going to turn the time over to Dana right now and have her kind of do
2: some background in explaining more about this modality so i'm going to keep it really brief so i do want to preface that if you want to learn more about it please go to emdria.org it's a really good website that will um, explain a lot there's some videos you can watch because um, uh, i'm just summarizing this big time i'll put that link in the show notes perfect too. thank you so much and um, I just wanted to read a description from my uh, training manual, just because I think it explains it better than I can. Okay. Um, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, to be honest with you. It's, it's kind of a strange thing. Voodoo. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I'll just read this. Uh, EMDR therapy is used to address adverse life experiences that contribute to problems in daily living. It uses bilateral stimulation, such as eye movements, tactile taps, and auditory tones, to desensitize disturbing memories linked to negative core belief systems, resulting in present experiences. EMDR therapy is a comprehensive approach that addresses the physiological storage of memory and how it informs experience. Change is understood to be a byproduct of reprocessing due to the alteration of memory storage and the linkage to adaptive memory networks. So um, basically, we take you know negative memory or traumatic memory and desensitize it. You know, say for example, from on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the most disturbed you could imagine feeling, zero not disturbed at all. Um, you know, we can take a traumatic memory from an eight, nine, or ten down to a zero or a one. Wow, which it is. It is yeah. a big wow. And um, we can also use it for memory that is not necessarily traumatic. Um, but I know a few episodes ago, you guys talked about negative core belief systems and right. how those can develop in childhood. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We can, um, you know, like for some of my clients that have depression and anxiety, they may they don't have PTSD. Okay. But we c- I can go back and um, we can identify some of those memories, you know, maybe where mom or dad had a bad moment you know or something happened that created a negative core belief system for them right. that they're still hanging on to in adulthood And we can reprocess that too. So it doesn't, it's not just for trauma. It can help with a lot of other things too. So it was like what we were talking about in our
0: last episode is that trauma is different for everybody. Absolutely. So somebody might hold on to trauma as this huge, fatal, crazy car wreck, Mm -hmm. and others might have that same feeling of trauma. By watching their mom and dad have a fight one time as a child. Sure, Nobody absolutely mm-hmm. has trauma the same. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you can you can absolutely put trauma on a scale on a scale too of zero to ten. Right. You know you've yep. got your uh, traumas that people tend to think about when they think about trauma, the like a big event. Yeah, war, yep. Yep. sexual abuse. You know, um, accidents. You're not, yes, mm-hmm. accidents, and then you can have bullying on the playground. Right. That's trauma too. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up in a household where there's fighting—sure, that's trauma too. Right. You know, a so. traumatic marriage. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, yep. yep. You, it, trauma can just be—it's just so broad, right? right? Well, like we were talking in the episode last week, it's hard
1: for I think anyone to go through life and not experience some type of a trauma.
2: Oh, absolutely. I just don't I, know. I if would you say can it's probably that. impossible. Right. right. I would agree. You know. Yep. So life, life throws things at us. Yep. So Mm-hmm. hmm Okay. So tell us, um, you've got the description, so
1: kind of tell us what led you into voodoo magic. <laughs> <laughs> how, how the hell did you get going on this? <laughs> okay, so
2: I'll try to keep this brief. Okay. I, I tend to ramble on. So, it's okay, um, so I we. first was exposed to it. I can't really say I was exposed to it. I heard about it. From a therapist that I was... I used to work as kind of a youth mentor. And one of the therapists that there at the place was doing it. And she just kind of gave me a brief description of what it was. <clears throat> and I thought, well, that's just the, a bunch of crap. You know, that, that can't work. Yeah. Yeah. I was so skeptical and judgmental and critical about it. I yeah. just threw it in the wastebasket, basically. You know, I okay. thought she was kooky. Okay. And I'd say that was probably 2005-ish. Um. And then I went to graduate school and started doing therapy. And then around about 2015, so like 10 years later, right. um, one of my colleagues had gone and learned it and had been doing it for a few years. And she said, Dana, you have to. You have to learn how to do EMDR. It will change like it's a game changer. And I trusted her, you know, I knew yeah. she wasn't a kooky. Yeah. You know, like crazy therapist. lady. Yeah. Uh-huh. So so I started looking into it. And did some research and found that it had been well-researched. You know, it was well-documented that okay. it's effective, proven effective. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go to a training. You know, we got to go to training every two years anyway. So I signed up for the training and went. And um, yeah, it's a game changer. I use it with most of my clients. Again, whether they have uh, PTSD or not. It's just so effective in changing negative core belief systems. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'll just get into just a brief description of how it how I do it. Okay. And this is very brief. Okay. Uh, please understand that you know you you may not get it at all. That's okay. <laughs> really, really, to get it, you have to experience it. I believe that. So, and mm-hmm. the, um, they actually, when we go to training, they have us as therapists do it on one another. Because that that's just... You don't get it. You, honestly, I didn't believe it even. Right. You know, until I experienced it for myself. So,
1: okay. And I really, you know, backing mm-hmm. the truck up, when you were going through training, I remember we had sent a client to somebody that we mm-hmm. were mutually working with mm-hmm. and to... And you said, oh, she could definitely benefit from this. And I'm like mm-hmm. going, okay. Yeah. You know, and it significantly helped her. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard to understand because it's not something that we were trained doing in when we went to school.
2: Right. Oh,
1: absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Because yeah. it's only been around since the late 1980s.
2: hmm Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it's just one of those things that you have to experience it to believe it. Right. And understand it and get it. So... Um, But what I do, uh, there's a basic protocol that I have to follow, Um, but thankfully it is a, I can get creative with it too. Good. You okay. know, I can bring in other modalities like, you know, cognitive behavioral stuff. I can do some parts work stuff. I can do internal family system stuff, which I would love to talk to you guys about that stuff. That is some fascinating stuff. Oh, you're well, we always
1: welcome to come back as a guest. So, oh, I love that <laughs> stuff.
2: It is fascinating, even more fascinating than the EMDR, if you can believe that. So, um, I can use metaphor and story and colors and I can do all sorts of cool things um, but I do have to follow a basic protocol with, you know, within that. So what it is, <clears throat> is I have to take a really good history. I have to know how much trauma the person has had. Did the trauma start in childhood? Cause if it started in childhood, it's, there's just a lot more work and planning and right. things that need it's to be done. If, and it went on for yeah. years, you know, in mm-hmm. childhood, there's a lot of negative core beliefs that are going to be present there. Um, And so, a really good history taking, I have to make sure that the client is prepared to do EMDR. And what I mean by that is, are they prepared to take a look at the trauma? Can they cope through what's going to come up in session? And sometimes, a couple of days after session, clients can um, experience mood shifts, they can experience flashbacks, they can have dreams. Um, and because so I want sure, to make sure the surface again, yeah, okay. not necessarily all, okay, but yes, it's bringing it to the surface again. And got so it. they have to be prepared right. to deal with that, okay. you know, especially where there was extensive sexual abuse or something right. going on for years, okay. right? Yep. And so, uh, I have to do a really good assessment. And so then once all of that is done, um, I've got a good history, I've done a good assessment, I've prepared the client uh, then I'll start processing the memory. Okay. And um, there's a whole protocol with that that I won't go into, but it's um, basically it boils down to you identify a target memory, uh, an image, a sound, a sensation, and um, process it with the uh, bilateral stimulation. So that looks like you know I'll have them follow my fingers back and forth. Um, you'll see that some are they
1: talking about the memory or just thinking about it when you're doing the finger thing back and forth what is the they client can, doing they can they
2: can talk about it if okay. they want to some of my clients want to others don't want to at all they get real quiet okay. and that's okay that most clients will just get real quiet and um, just i just what i want them to do is just pay attention to their body to any thoughts that are coming up to any um, images that might come up other memories that might come up it just really is best if they just get quiet okay, and pay attention and just let the process happen. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you say follow your finger
2: so, with their um, eyes? Mm-hmm. Yes, with their eyes. Okay. Yep. So like um, you can see on TV, sometimes therapists will have this light. Uh, it's a, a machine, and they'll have the client follow the light back and forth with their eyes. So eyes are just moving back and forth, similar to like, in REM sleep. Okay. When you're asleep and your eyes are rapidly moving back and forth, mm-hmm. right. that's what we're doing is getting the eyes to move back and forth. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once again, Yeah. there's, there's a connection with REM sleep. We know there's <laughs> a connection with REM sleep because when you're in REM sleep, you're processing memory from short-term into long-term. And so it really is just kind of crazy how we've figured out how to get into people's memory right. networks. So yes. so.
1: Yeah, because when I was researching it, it just talked about that It's a neurological issue. Mm -hmm. And so we're really working on the brain.
2: Yes, Okay. absolutely. Right. Yep. Wow. So, okay. And so then we'll process the memory and we'll get it desensitized. And sometimes that can happen in one session. Sometimes that takes multiple sessions to get, you know, like if it's up high at an eight or a nine or a 10, um, sometimes it takes more than one session to get it down, Mm -hmm. you know, to a zero. And sometimes we never get it to a zero and we'll accept a one. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. zero again is not disturbing. Change. Yes, we want a significant change, Um, and then we're going to strengthen connections to adaptive memory networks, meaning you know what are some of the clients' good memories, Mm -hmm. good belief systems, positive positive things, Uh, and that can be challenging with some clients. Some clients don't have a whole lot of that, but so we work to build that. Okay, and then. I, we always do a body scan, make sure that the body isn't hanging on to anything. Our bodies, you mentioned that book, The Body Keeps, Keeps the Score. Yeah. Our bodies hold on to everything, positive and negative. You know, if right. you're telling a positive memory story, what do you notice in your body? Right. right? right. Your body mm-hmm. feels light. It feels energetic. It feels happy, yeah. mm-hmm. right? When you're telling a not so positive memory, what happens? Right. You feel it in your body. Our right. body remembers everything. And so we'll do a body scan and just make sure that the body is clear. Um, And then, you know, we'll do some closure, which just looks like me helping the client prepare for what might come up over the next couple of days, Um, noticing any positive shifts, uh, anything like that. So that's basically the process of it. Okay. Is it
0: one of those that's really hard to understand until you do it? Oh, 100%. Because I'm yeah. sitting yeah. here, and I'm, I'm totally open to all kinds mm-hmm. of therapists, because I was mm-hmm. raised by a kook. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> 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 Love you, too. <laughs> and even I'm sitting here going, how in the hell would this work?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, 100%. Um, in fact, clients sometimes in the middle of processing or after processing, they will just say, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. and i say yeah it is it is weird i'm with you mm-hmm. 100% you know <laughs> yeah it it just is weird mm-hmm. I agree. and that's okay yeah. you know let's just be curious let's just go with it and see what happens and you know and but they're sold on it yeah you know because they're they they see it mm-hmm. especially after they go home you know and they spend the week and it's funny they'll come back and they'll be like you know i tried to bring that up several times and yeah, I'm not disturbed by it. They wow. they really are just kind of flabbergasted. That you know, like, just like, that how, it's just like how what? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's all okay. It mm-hmm. just really it really is just it's fabulously weird. Yeah, you know. So with, so. with it being fabulously weird,
0: how does it <laughs> how does it work with children?
2: Oh, really good. Does it? Yeah, children process really good. I think even better than adults. Okay, uh, but you have to get really creative with kids. Because you um, you need to keep them engaged, oh, right? Yeah. And so I don't work with kids; I work with adolescents and adults. But my colleague works with kids all the time, and so she'll just again she does the protocol, mm-hmm. but she can play with it and do some fun things. Like she'll put puppets on her fingers okay. to have the kids follow follow the duck, you know, or she'll have them do some artwork where they are using their hand to go back and forth. And she'll have them watch their hand back and forth. Does that make sense? Right. Mm -hmm. So, but works very well with kids. How do you do the
0: history with a kid without having the parents interject? Um,
2: Because sometimes you don't want the parents'
0: take, right?
2: uh, Well, with kids, you've got to get information from the parents. Okay. Um, Because kids, yeah, they're not... Cognitive enough yeah, to, they're to not give gonna the be yeah. able to give the details and right. stuff that you might need. So yeah. you would have the parents come in in that preparatory history-taking time, mm-hmm. and then once you've got that all established and fi- and you've figured out your treatment plan, then you would have the parents, you know, just drop the kids off. Okay. During that period, Very and then you would also want to be educating the parents too, because when you stir up that trauma, some of that trauma stuff, especially if it's a significant like a sexual abuse or something, right. Um, a couple for a couple of days after that session, their child might behave differently. You know, might be differently, off. yeah. Yeah, or might seem more depressed or whatnot. So you're going to want to just educate the parent, hey,
0: this it is could okay. It be get worse before it gets yeah. better.
2: Yeah, and yeah. this is okay. Okay. It, you know, just support your child yeah. through it and be patient, and they're going to be feeling better yeah. in a few days. Okay. So. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm, it is. It's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. So... Um. All right, I have some stories. Oh, we oh, love yeah. stories. You want to get into stories? Yeah, Kay. of course.
1: Yeah, my best parts. I love telling stories. Mm-hmm, that's because but... she's old. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> old people do like to <laughs> tell do, stories. They do, they just sit yeah. down yeah. and I mean, yep. I find and her on, on the porch and talking. And on and on and yeah. yeah.
1: as long as I
2: don't repeat my <laughs> and, stories. Well, um, I was yeah. just going to say that. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, it seems like people just, yeah. They'll tell you the same story Zero. over and over, and over again. It, yeah, if <laughs> I'm to that point, let me know.
0: We'll just take you off the pod when that's right.
1: <laughs> 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 I'll be replaced by Dana. Yeah,
2: we'll yeah, yeah. just recruit somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the first one I want to share is um, these two young women were driving home from a trip. And they were on an old highway. So it's like an old two-lane highway, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And there's a car in front of them. And it um, crashes for whatever reason, just, I don't know if the driver wasn't paying attention or what happened, but it crashed bad. Uh, Rolled. um, Just a single car crash? Yeah, just a single car. Okay, Mm another, okay. And, um, you know, so these young women are first on the scene, and there's some smoke or some steam, you know, coming from the car, and they realize they've got to get these people out of the car. So they're able to pull the passenger out, and they, you know, get her settled, and then they can't get the driver out. The door is smashed; okay. can't get it open. Um, they call nine one one, of course, you know, but they're out in Boonville, you know. Okay. So it takes a long time for the EMTs to get there. Uh, thankfully, some other people. Did drive up that had some good experience in how to help people, you know? Okay. And so they just kind of stepped back. But unfortunately, uh, in the meantime, the car caught on fire and they Uh-oh. hadn't gotten the driver out. Uh-oh. Oh, God. And so they're just watching. I hate to even ask this. Was the driver con- conscious? Uh, barely. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Work. Okay. Okay. So big trauma. I bet. Right? So she, um, you know, they get in their car, their car and they drive home. And um, she came to see me about four, three to four months after this happened. And she had been having nightmares. I bet. And flashbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd be at work and just get an image from the mm-hmm. all that she saw, right. you know. Um, she was having trouble driving. She was, you know, driving fine, but she would get so anxious While trying to drive, just hyper vigilant, Mm -hmm. you know, looking for someone's going to hit me, something's going to happen, you know. Right. So thankfully, someone told her about EMDR. She called me up. And when you catch a memory like this, uh, if if it's been within the last six months, it's much easier to process because it hasn't gone into your long-term memory yet. Okay. And so we, we use a little bit of a different process. It's called EMD. Okay. So EMD just leaves the R off, the reprocessing part. Okay. So I did EMD, and she came to see me, uh, I, I think it was four times, maybe five at the most. Wow. And we processed, you have to think about trauma in layers, like an onion, you know, you peel off one layer and you've got another, and your five senses you, um, remember everything. The okay. memory, your memory has, it'll use all the five senses. So the first image we processed was of the car. Crashing, and getting the passenger out, and then the second was um, we processed the man, the man's face in the car. Okay. And then the third thing we processed was the sound of the woman on the ground asking questions, kind of whimpering, you know. Okay. Um, and those were the we went through and kind of identified the memories that bothered her the most, and that's those were the ones that she picked, and so. After we processed those and we also had to do, again, some adapting to, you know, integrating to adaptive memory and whatnot, um, she was good to go. No more flashbacks, no more nightmares, could drive her car effect, you know, without feeling so anxious and hypervigilant. It is amazing. It is honestly amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, if you guys have something traumatic happen, get in and get EMDR done, you know, within six months because it'll, it'll, you, mm-hmm. you won't have to work so hard at it. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So Well, if you would have more openings and I could send more clients yeah, to you, well, then I would get a man as well, fast as I can, but somebody I, seems you know, to be full. There's
2: only so much time in a day. <laughs> so, yeah, I am always full. I've had a waiting list for a couple of years that I just keep working through. You just so. keep plugging along. Yep. 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 So um, the other story is um, I had a... Man, come and see me. And he was—he um, had been a hostage negotiator and an EMT, wow. and had worked in the jail for a long time. And so he had a lot of—he had a lot of um, memories that he wanted to work on. And he had been having flashbacks and nightmares for twenty or thirty years. I can't remember a long time. Oh my word! So these are deep seated. Yeah. Okay. You know, because he'd been working. Yeah. In that field for so long, he'd seen and heard and been involved in so many things. Right, uh, But what finally brought him in is, um, you know, he dealt with the flashbacks for years. But what finally brought him in is that he was wanting to revisit the scene of um, one of the traumas. And he was telling one of his friends who uh, was a therapist about it. And she's like, what good would that do? Why would you want to do that? I think you should go have some EMDR done. (laughs) And he listened to her. And uh, they found me. And so he, uh, the first memory that we ended up doing, um, and you usually want to, you want to start with early memories, the earliest memories, because EMDR can actually process from earliest memories on oh but you can't go okay. backwards okay right okay. so right. um uh and this guy had had a you know a, grown up in a pretty good healthy you know very good household but he did have a few um memories from childhood and we went back in and we processed just a few of those not traumas really but there had been some negative core beliefs created so we went and processed just a few of those in preparation for uh processing the bigger stuff okay does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So um, the first memory, like real big traumatic memory that he wanted to do or that we needed to do, was he was working in the jail and he hadn't been working there for very long, and um, a man hung himself. And this, Ooh. you know, man was kind of on his rotation. Or however, it wasn't his um, fault in any way. You know that this right. had happened. Right. Um, but he blamed himself a little bit. And so he was, ha- he had had, this is one of the memories that he had had the flashbacks and the nightmares about so much for so long. Oh, I bet. Yeah, he had, um, you know, the biggest one I remember him talking about was he would see this man's face after Ew. he hung himself, like bulging eyes and, Ew. you know, like it was not a pleasant image, Just an image to you have could never popping get into of. your yeah. mind, you know? Yeah. Ugh. So uh, we processed it. And, um, he, the week following session, he, um, stopped having flashbacks. He didn't have flashbacks or nightmares anymore wow. related to this memory. Seriously. After yeah. One, and he, you know, one, one session. One session. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And he, um, he, it was so fun he was one of the ones that was like you know I keep trying I just keep trying to go back to that to see if it's disturbing and it's not <laughs> just that it really yeah. is kind of shocking like when wasn't, you have been wasn't haunted it was ha- really yeah last sure yeah, yeah. Yes. when you've been yeah. haunted by something for years yeah. and suddenly you're not anymore yeah it's just kind of mind-blowing. Uh-huh. You know, know like,
1: where to go. go? Yeah. So
2: yeah. The, the memory is still there. It's yes. not
0: erasing memories. It's right. just erasing the negative impact, bringing uh-huh. up that memory yeah. gives to you, correct? Yeah.
2: Yes, It it's desensitizing the disturbance of it. It um, releases body, you know, the stuff that your body is storing. You know, people will, during processing, they will... Um, I'll ask them to do a body scan and check in with their body and you know, their chest will be tight or there's a lump in their throat or they've got a headache or they're it's, Oh, it's in my stomach. They can always identify where it's hanging out in their body. Mm -hmm. And so it desensitizes, um, the disturbance. It clears the body stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my clients leave and tell me, Oh, I felt it leave out my head. Wow. Mm, yeah. You can feel at least. Not always. Yeah. But sometimes but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you know, sometimes amazing. we just get through and um, I review repeatedly how things are what's going on in the body. And sometimes it's just well now I'm calm and relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know. The anxiety is gone. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's so cool. So yeah. Um anyway, so he then we had to of course process some other memories right. that he had. Um, and he he's good. Wow. no not, that's nothing. just so amazing it, it is. is it's voodoo, crazy it, it, it really is, is. Mm-hmm. it yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't you know it's really hard to explain um, but it definitely is effective and helpful so yeah. I encourage people I also want wanted to say that the vast majority of my clients um, are very uh, successful you know when people think about, uh, people that have been traumatized, you know, like sexually abused for years or whatever, mm-hmm. I think they make the assumption that they're messy and that they can't cope and that they're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, a, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's just not true. Okay. You know, the vast majority of my clients are successful and very capable and um, sharp, mm-hmm. you know. But, skillful people but are you just know? stuck with the
1: trauma yeah They're but they stuck. have
2: flashbacks and nightmares and they have mm-hmm. you know they get triggered and they have moments and yeah you know they've been living with it for years and they just want to they don't want to be haunted by it anymore I don't blame em. you know yeah so you know I, d- I guess I'm saying that because I want your listeners to understand that you're not broken mm-hmm. you know you even though you're successful and you have a lot going well for you Mm-hmm. get some help, right? get some EMDR. Yeah. You don't have to be haunted anymore by that old stuff. Good point. So, yeah, good point. A lot of people, they won't go to therapy because they think, well, I'm doing all right. You right. know, mm-hmm. I've got this figured out. And they do. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times they are doing all right. Mm-hmm. But they're still... It's there still are getting in the way. Yeah, there are yep. times it's getting in the way in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, and sometimes that's physically, you right. know, with illnesses oh, and oh, yeah. stuff. So
0: I'm, I am guilty of that. I mean, I had a crazy trauma a few years back Mm -hmm. and I have, I was actually just talking to my mom the other day when we were kind of bringing up this episode and this, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
0: and it was, Mm -hmm. uh, well, I don't, I I'm good. Yeah. I'm, you know, it was nine years ago. I'm good.
2: Most ways you absolutely are, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then sitting here processing it, Mm -hmm. I'm now like, you know, maybe Maybe I should go and sit down with you and actually process through that trauma that I went through mm-hmm. because even though I'm, I'm good, mm-hmm. it does still hit me at times. Sure. Sure. And yep. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Well, but- I think oh. I do, but I <laughs> bet I the listeners do. don't. Yeah, <laughs> so- <laughs> the listeners don't, but we
1: all do. Well, maybe we yeah. will
0: do a whole episode on this, but okay. just just as a brief thing is about nine years ago. Probably next month. It'll be nine years ago. So it's been a long time. Um, But me and my mom and a group of girls were on a trail ride. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: I was on my pride and joy horse, Mm -hmm. who was my everything. Mm -hmm. And we went off a cliff. Mm -hmm. And he didn't make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You jumped. I jumped. You jumped
1: and got off and he didn't make it. Yeah,
0: Yep. And it was, that's not the end of the story, but that's right. the, the gist of it is mm-hmm. I did not come home with him that day. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so it, just as you briefly talk about that, what do you notice in your body? What comes up? Okay. okay so you're tearful. I can see that there's tears there. Yeah. How's yeah. your throat? How's your chest? Your stomach? Tight. <laughs> yeah. See, that's your body. Our body holds on to it and remembers it and we build all these defense mechanisms yeah. right so that we can so that we can just move forward mm-hmm. right but our body holds on to it it really does It'll yeah. hold on to all of that and it'll store it yeah yeah so as soon as you kind of really think about it and allow that to come up there it is mm-hmm. you yeah. know and then of course like you're going through your daily life just trying to be, do your mom things and your work things and all your things, and you're doing great at it, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. You got it. Yeah. You're capable. You're covered. You're successful. But there it is. It's always just kind of hanging out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it can catch you, too, at, like, times you don't expect it. Well, you know, right? just or, like right now. Yeah. Just because yeah. I tell, I people ask a lot. I yeah. had a tattoo for
0: for him. Right. And so when people see it, they ask. Yes. And I don't, I don't go into the nitty gritty details, but right. just a gist. And it doesn't affect me just to do the gist mm-hmm. of it. It's just, yeah. I can stay fairly lighthearted about it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just just fine. Tell just tell the story. It mm-hmm. Just tell the story. And people go, oh, yeah. that's sad. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And then, so what do you do? <laughs> you right. Know, like, Change the subject. Yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. but like sitting here and actually thinking about that feeling mm-hmm. being in touch. With yeah. Me. Like I don't yeah. remember the last time I cried Yeah, because of him. Yeah. You know, it's been years. Yes. And here I am. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can feel that in my entire body. It's like, Oh shit. That does still affect yeah. me. There yeah. it is. It yeah, there mm-hmm. it is. And
2: that's how trauma works. Mm-hmm. You know, our psyche, um, it's not good for us obviously to be thinking about it all the time. And so we, suppress it Mm -hmm. it's not repressed you know memories that are repressed we don't remember at all yeah but we suppress it so that we're not thinking about it very often yeah but um yeah you haven't uh you've moved on from it but you haven't entirely healed from it right Mm -hmm. you know yeah and so that's how it that's how it is it's crazy yeah Yeah. if you want come on in and we'll get that desensitized so that you can you know, not we'll get that out of your body.
0: Well, maybe so. maybe we will, and then we can do a kind of a follow up. Yeah, that's. Okay. Why I've been kind
1: of brainstorming yeah. as you two have been talking.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, why don't we actually do that? Have Brooke work with you um, in some sessions and working with her trauma, and then mm-hmm. later on revisit it in a podcast and talk about her experience. And if you're willing, you could come back again as. Um, as a guest and kind of talk about the processing part.
2: Sure. Absolutely. Because that would be
1: a really good, um, I think insightful for our listeners to have somebody go through the experience and talk about it from their end.
0: And oh, how absolutely. I've, and how I feel it. Because clearly right now anyone listens, like yeah. I, I teared up. I got emotional. Yeah. I'm still emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to mm-hmm. then process it, have a, have a very distinct this to that mm-hmm. of how right. I'm feeling. Yes, okay.
2: and then they're hearing about it firsthand too. Right. You know, a therapist can tell stories, yeah. but, you didn't, but I, you, you know, I'm, te- it. Yeah. I'm telling my clients stories. Yeah, you know, that would be your story, and they'd be hearing it yeah. firsthand. And I think people okay. tend to believe that more, yeah, yeah. understandably so. There we so. go. Okay, well, I'm we I'm
0: game if you if you okay, yeah, game. let's do it. <laughs> okay.
2: Let's do it. I would love to help you with that. So. Okay, well, I appreciate right. that. Okay. Well, Definitely.
0: well do you have anything else that you needed to touch on or would like to touch on or have we kind of
2: summed up but i think your message here because it's been great yeah i think yeah. that's it for now okay well,
1: we want to thank you for taking your time to come and do a podcast with us you're welcome even it's if you fun. were manipulated <lightly>. <laughs> you maybe are yeah. good at it <laughs> yeah. maybe
0: we need to work with dana on her easily <laughs> easily ability or ability to be easily, easily manipulated, manipulated by you
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> no it's working good for me
2: yeah yes, yeah, yeah we don't want to fix that it has for years yeah, right it yeah, yeah it's because i like you yeah if i didn't like you it'd be a whole nother. Oh, i know you would be told back. right where to shove it
1: basically so <laughs> well, anyway
0: <laughs> Well, (laughs) thank you all for tuning in and I really hope this was insightful and entertaining and everything for you guys because it was for me and I'm excited to move forward with it. So
2: thank you all. Very good. Thanks for listening.